my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. New York is reeling after a sensational editorial in the Daily Bugle. Publisher J. Jonah Jameson is positive that the now infamous Galactus attack of only two days ago was, in fact, an elaborate illusion staged by the Fantastic Four. While he has yet to provide solid proof for this hypothesis, the mere suggestion has divided public opinion. This is exactly what I'm always saying. We can't trust these superheroes farther than we can throw them. I should have known something was up when they swanned in and waved Galactus away with what looked like a transistor radio. If those weirdos decide to make a fool out of New York City, they'll be held to pay. I was there myself and have a hard time believing that what I saw wasn't real. But I'll be returning to the Baxter Building later today where it seems that several protesters have already gathered in response to the Bugle editorial. Senator Byrd himself is expected to appear on site later today. More on this story as it develops. This has been Diane Conti reporting for... Marvel and Stitcher present Marvels, based on the graphic novel by Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross. Episode 4, Monsters. This is, um, Marsha Hardesty. I, well, I'm not sure if you're supposed to put yourself in your own documentary, but I wasn't there. Not the Baxter building. I didn't see Galactus up close, just pictures and broadcasts in the days after. And those days after the attack, I went through them in a haze. A blur of broken glass on the street, hospital visits, trying to make sense of all of it with Mr. Urich and Mr. Sheldon. But the day itself, even though I wasn't there, I remember it perfectly. I had promised Mr. Sheldon that I would go to the protest on campus, that I would take pictures. What do you know about those mutants for Peace Group? Have they had protests on campus before? Um, no, not that I know of. I don't know much about them, honestly. The rally is the first I've heard of them. Same here. I feel like there's another new group popping up every day now. Just be sure to stay safe, Marsha. Of course, Mr. Sheldon. 
I didn't tell Mr. Sheldon the whole truth. I had been to lots of protests before. The tame, hippie ones I described to him. There really were protests nearly constantly at ESU. Anti-war, pro-war, civil rights, animal rights, world hunger. Students hoping they could solve everything that plagued the world. But I knew this day wasn't going to be like all those other rallies. How could it be with a group of mutants at its center? Even before MFP got there, before everything went so pear-shaped, it was bigger than any campus protest I'd ever seen. I was... I was nervous. I remember being so grateful that Peter Parker was going to meet me, help me take photos, grateful that I wasn't going to be alone. But then, before Peter even got there, just as I started winding my camera, I saw... Gary? He wasn't supposed to be there. He, he wasn't... Outside, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Sheldon. I was just... I, I was just getting some of the work on the dock done. Um, uh, I must have uh, lost track of time. You all right? No, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. I just... No. No, I'm not fine. I, I, I haven't been fine in months. And I'm not sure I even know what fine looks like anymore. Maybe you should take a break. I know we were supposed to have a photography lesson today, but... I but... can't take a break. This isn't a hobby, Mr. Sheldon. This is important. I have to finish this. I have to tell this story. Tell the truth. Otherwise... What were you just working on? My own narration. Filling in the blanks that the interviews don't cover. Marsha, are you sure this documentary is the best idea? Surely there are better ways to grieve. People have to know what happened. People do know. They know the Bugles version, not the truth. The truth. You stay in this business long enough, you stop hearing that word. There's no truth, Marsha. Not one we can write about in 500 words. There's story, one with many perspectives. Our paper's story is that Reed Richards perpetrated a terrible hoax on the public. A hoax with tragic consequences. Trying to prove that Galactus was real won't bring Gary back. I know. But listen, if that's your story, and you want to pursue that, it begins with evidence. I know. I'm just so lost, Mr. Sheldon. I thought making a documentary would help me put it all together. But instead, I, I just keep getting lost. Is there anything you want to talk through? I've... I've been where you are. I didn't want to believe it either. I put all my faith in the Marvels, pinned my dreams on them, my career. But I thought... I, I thought you were still doing your book on the Marvels. I am. But my publisher wants it to be... Well, he wants me to focus on the darker side of things. The ways in which heroes have let us down. Oh. And I know that would probably sell well. <laughs> I 
I could hold a book signing outside the Baxter building, have all the anti-FF protesters line up. People would relish an entire book about the failings of superheroes, and I think I would understand that impulse a bit. <sighs> I don't know what you're feeling, Marsha. I honestly can't imagine. But me? I am angry. I am so angry. We're supposed to be able to trust these people, and they tried to sell us one of the biggest lies in history. But I don't want to write a whole book about those lies. Mr. Sheldon, you should know something. What is it? I lied to you. What? Marsha, what do you mean? The day of the invasion. You asked if I'd ever heard of MFP, and I told you I hadn't. But that was a lie. Oh. Marsha, you don't have to feel bad about a little That's lie. That's not the only one. Do you remember the day we interviewed the thing? Of course. We spent days trying to track down any member of the Fantastic Four, and then we got lucky. Right. He was leaving the Baxter building out the side entrance because of all those protesters. Quite a scene. People are angry. Can you blame them? They should wait to find out the whole story before jumping to harassing superheroes. How are we supposed to get in there? Look. The side door. Mr. Grimm. Mr. Grimm. Out of my way. We'd like to interview you about the Galactus invasion. I don't do interviews. Well, how about we just ask you a couple of basic questions now? As long as you don't aim that thing at me, I can't stop you from walking the same direction. No photos, I promise. Where are you headed? Who are you? Marsha Hardesty, photojournalist. Photojournalist. Kid journalist, more like. Headed downtown? Your girlfriend lives downtown, right? Alicia Masters? So you're a wise-ass kid journalist, huh? Alone to the wise-ass if you lose the kid. <laughs> Mr. Grimm, could you tell us what happened when Galactus attacked? What do you mean, what happened? A giant space alien came down from the sky, threatened the whole damn planet, and we showed him the door. Simple as. No offense, Mr. Grimm, but it doesn't seem as simple as all that from the outside. What Ben means is that there were two separate fights, weren't there? The Fantastic Four retreated. We didn't retreat. We don't retreat. We regroup. What does that mean? It means we took a second to get our heads screwed on right and figured out how to take down that lug. What did you say? I don't bother. I said he's a freak. An ugly, deformed monster. You want to say that to my face, tough guy? I wouldn't say anything to that face if I could help it. I'd walk away if I were you, mister. Uh, Mr. Grimm. Walk away. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. Does that kind of thing happen a lot? Yeah, you know how it is. New Yorkers always running their mouths about something. Doesn't matter. You don't seem like the type to wave away harassment, Mr. Grimm. That ain't harassment, kid. No one threw any punches. That's a successful human interaction in my books. Uh, so, how did you figure it out? How did you know how to defeat Galactus? You know Reed. He's always coming up with some smarty-pants solution to everything. What was the solution this time? You have to ask him. He won't return any of our calls. It's probably because your boss called him a megalomaniac who tricked the whole city in that paper of yours. J. Jonah Jameson has questions. Tony always. You don't seem that bothered by the theory that the invasion was staged. I ain't. I know the truth. A little bad press never scared me. Because people are cruel to you anyway? Like I said, wise ass. 
I'm right, though, aren't I? You get stuff like that guy all the time, even before the hoax story. Mm-hmm. Rumors, no rumors. People don't like people different from them. Oldest story in the book. How about Dr. Richards? Is he bothered by the rumors? They ain't rumors. It's one man's opinion in one newspaper. Oh, the protesters outside the Baxter building would suggest otherwise. People are idiots. Rita never fake an attack. We fight plenty of fights on our own. And was this fight any different? Sure it was. It was a 30-foot alien. You seem remarkably calm about the whole thing. Yeah, well, it's old news. Listen, I don't know what you're looking to hear, but I don't got nothing more to say to you. Just to confirm, Galactus arrived on top of the Baxter building. You tried to fight him, failed, took a break, and then Reed came up with a way to get rid of him? More or less, yeah. And you don't know how? Like I said, you better ask Mr. Fantastic himself. All right, this is the end of the road, fellas. Kid, nice talking here, I guess. Uh, thank you, Mr. Grimm, we appreciate it. Yeah, well, we'd all appreciate it if you didn't drag our names through the mud for no reason. Don't we do enough for this? Wait, Mr. Grimm! Uh, come on, let's catch a cab back to the office. Taxi! Any change, miss? Sorry, I don't have my pocketbook on me. Just that little camera. Does it help you see better? I'm sorry? The woman in there that he went in to see, she knows. Alicia Masters? She sees better than all of us. Right. Marsha! Is that man bothering you? No, just... Just asking for some change. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Mr. Grimm told us that he didn't think Reed would have faked the attack. So why couldn't you and Mr. Yurik take him at his word? If we're not going to believe the Fantastic Four themselves, who can we believe? We do believe the Fantastic Four, Marsha. We believed Reed Richards when he admitted to the hoax. I listened to the interview you and Mr. Yurik did with him. He didn't admit to anything. Not completely, anyway, and I think Marsha, that... I know it's imperfect, but just because the thing denied the hoax theory doesn't mean it wasn't true. He's loyal to Reed. And even if Reed came up with the scheme all on his own and Ben Grimm truly didn't know about it, he would still back up his friend. I am sure about that. Well, I'm not sure. What do you mean? What is it that you've been keeping from me? I went back to Alicia Masters' apartment. What? When? Later that afternoon. That homeless man outside the building, he said something odd. That Alicia Masters sees better than all of us. Alicia Masters, Ben Grimm's blind girlfriend? Strange, right? Marsha, 
You know that New York has all sorts of kooks, especially the village. Well, I know. But I couldn't shake the feeling that there was something there. At the very least, I hope maybe she could shed some light on what the thing couldn't. But when I got there, Mr. Grimm was still there, and they... They were in a pretty bad fight. What were they fighting about? Here. I'll play you what I have. But it's not perfect, because I wasn't inside the apartment with them, obviously. You recorded it? Of course. I have learned a thing or two. I got a right to know what's going on with my gal. And I'm telling you, nothing is going on. He was just a poor, lost soul. I won't apologize for wanting to help him. I'm not asking you to. I, I just think, well, if there's a guy out there who could make you happy who's not, you know. Oh, Ben. You deserve a normal man, Alicia. Someone you can be seen in public with. Normal? Did he really just say that? Well, less like me. But I like you, Ben Grimm. People think that because of the way you look, you're made of stone, but I know the real Ben, the kind, caring man. I see you for who you really are, a hero. I ain't no hero. I'm a monster, just like they all say. You're not a monster to me. You sure there ain't nothing between you and that? Nothing. And I won't hear any more about it. You know you can trust me. I don't know who I can trust right now. What on earth are you talking about, The whole business with Reed and Galactus. You think Reed didn't do a sufficient job of defeating him? It ain't that. It's, well, it's whole hullabaloo around town about the whole thing being a hoax. I don't want to believe Reed could do something like that, but... But what? He's been worried, you know? After Johnny and I got in that dumb scuffle and almost demolished Yancey Street... With everything that good-for-nothing Senator's been up to, Felicia, things have been bad. I mean, it's been the usual stuff. People slinging insults at me, calling Johnny an irresponsible kid. But Senator Byrd's got people all in a tizzy about them mutants. Are you in danger? I'm always in danger, honey. But Reed, you know, he takes it hard. Whenever people come after me, he takes it harder than I do sometimes. He cares about you. He feels guilty. It's nothing more than that. He feels responsible. I know things are complicated between the two of you, but that man is your best friend. Your strongest ally. Strongest pain in my ass, maybe. From what I could hear on the news, it seemed real. The man who fell through my roof was certainly real enough. It felt real, too. I haven't met anything I couldn't clobber till Galactus. Exactly. And do you really think Reed would fake an entire alien invasion just to give you someone to fight? I think Reed Richards' brain works in mysterious ways. You should talk to him, darling. Already did. He told me what to say to the press, and that's that. I probably should have told those weasels from the Bugle more, but the less I know, the better. And I think that's true for everyone. (sighs) After that, they went too far into the apartment, and I couldn't hear what they were saying anymore. That's when I left. What was that Alicia said about a man falling through a roof? I don't know. That's all I got. Marsha, why am I just hearing this now? I was too... It was too real. Hearing Alicia talk to the man she loves, a man who so many people call a monster? I didn't... 
It felt too private to share. This is evidence, Marsha. I understand wanting to protect an intimate moment, but this is proof. No, it's not. Just because the thing had some doubts doesn't mean that Galactus was faked. He thought what he thought was real. But I knew that you and Mr. Yurik would take this and use it to discredit the whole invasion. So is that why you kept it to yourself? You didn't want to give us more ammunition? I couldn't be part of it. I wanted to help out, wanted to prove that I could be a journalist, help your investigation. But I couldn't be a part of proving none of it was real. What happened to Gary, it has to mean something. It can't just be because one man wanted his family to look good. We don't get to decide why things happen, Marsha. If you really want to be a journalist, you're going to have to learn that. I know. But it, it, it isn't right. It isn't fair. Life isn't fair, Marsha. It isn't a movie that you can cut together so everything makes sense. Things in life, they don't always hold a deeper meaning. But I refuse to believe someone, even the smartest person in the world, can create that much destruction because of a, a selfish whim. One man, one smart, determined man, is all it takes to knock the path of history off its course. Marvel and Stitcher present Marvels, written by Lauren Shippen. Starring Cliff Method Man Smith as Ben Urich, Anna Sophia Robb as Marsha Hardesty, Ethan Peck as Reed Richards, and Seth Barish as Phil Sheldon. Directed by Paul Bay. Produced by Jennifer Minnell, Harry Goh, and T Square. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Misha Stanton. Our theme music is by Evan Cunningham, featuring Al Thompson. Daniel Molina, David Carl, Jake Hart, John Joseph Gallagher, Jonathan Wagner, Juliet Brett, Satomi Hoffman, Tom Morehouse, and Walter Richard Turney. For more information, visit marvelspodcast.com.